Welcome to Café y Chisme. I'm Myra and I'm here with Ivan, Franco, and Vicky. Pour your coffee and join us in today's Chisme. Welcome to our very first episode of Café y Chisme. I'm Ivan. I'm Myra. Vicky. Y Franco. Bienvenidos. Bienvenido, mi gente. So, coffee, how do y'all, how do y'all like y'all's coffee? I currently like my Colombian coffee with frothed hazelnut creamer. I am currently into cappuccinos. I'll do like the, is it cappuccino? I'll use espresso mix, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm using an espresso mix, running it through my cappuccino machine. And then Aldi finds, I found this Italian creamer and it's delicious. Just don't do what I did. I added it and then I added sugar and it was just too much because <laughs> I didn't read the label and it said sweet Italian creamer, but just the creamer alone, just a little bit, you can froth it on there. It's so freaking good. That's what I'm, I'm having. That lately. sounds good. Mm-hmm. I make her coffee every day. So. so that's your favorite. That's my favorite. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite. Well, mine's easy. Mine's simple. I just want plain coffee. When I go to Starbucks, give me a Pike place. Nothing on it. Do you want anything on it? No, plain. Dunkin' Donuts, I just need a black coffee. You sure you don't want anything in it? I'm sure. At home, I'm just like, babe, if you're going to make coffee, just pour the pot in my cup. That's it. Makes my life easier. Yeah. You're like, I'll gladly make your coffee every day. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy. Isn't that one way to know if a relationship is good? If you know how to make each other's morning drink? Oh, that's drink? true. I mean, we've gone through our fair share of trial and error on coffee. <laughs> We could not we get finally it. Finally, got it right. Like oh, that'll five stir years the pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we almost gave up on it. It was always too watery. Yeah, finally we got it. Yeah, we got it down now. Yeah, my favorite is the Colombian too now. Um, but I do like the vanilla latte. I'm a fan, especially the Starbucks one. I really like the lattes. I think for us, it's not necessarily the Colombian or anything like that. I just like dark roast and that's where I gravitate to. So when Vicky goes and, and buys coffee for us, she grabs medium roast and then a dark roast specifically for me. So I don't know if that stems from, you know, stress or lack of sleep or my days as a teacher, but that's where I'm at. Ours is a medium roast. Yeah. I was going to say, Franco, what is the difference between medium and dark roast? That's a good question. So for me, the taste, you can taste that a dark roast is more robust. It's a little bit more bitter than your medium roast. Medium roast to me tastes like water, where dark roast tastes bitter. Like you just, I don't know, it just tastes more bitter. It's an acquired taste. Absolutely. And where it kind of goes and like, it makes sense. So like if you're Latino with the creamer, you know, you're adding your, you know, milk into the coffee, you're going to gravitate toward that medium roast because it's not as like pungent and dark. But if you're like a true, true like coffee drinker, I think like you want the true coffee, like you want the dark roast, like full coffee, right? Like no, like watered down anything. Yeah. And there's also another difference that I've noticed even in the dark roast between the caffeinated and decaf coffee, you can taste the difference. Decaf coffee. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Decaf coffee just tastes like, I don't know, to me, it just tastes more watery. Again, it doesn't taste as robust. It doesn't taste as bitter. It just tastes a little bit more watered down 
And, you know, thanks to my parents, I got to taste the difference because they couldn't have caffeinated coffee for a while. Yeah, I think that my parents were really trying to teach us what type of coffee beans we for the life of us. We could not get it down. So they literally came with us to the store and they're like, you're going to get this Texas pecan. You're going to get this hazelnut grain. I forgot what else was. I think it was like vanilla bean and some other things. And he knew how to like put it in ratio, like in the bag. This is really good. So they mix all of the coffee beans in one. Right. All the flavors. Yes, you can. You can do that. Like I was just thinking about we have a little grinder and it's a little electric one. Like you can take it on the go. Um, But there's something about like taking coffee beans and then grinding them fresh in the morning. Like you really get the notes of the coffee that come through a lot better than like the store bought ground coffee. Like it's just always going to be better when it's fresh. So I know we're speaking in English, but quiero decirle a todos los que están escuchando que si hablamos español, si venimos de raíces latinas y nos encanta el café. Vamos a, a ver, en los episodios que van a seguir, vamos a hablar en español y en inglés, mayormente en inglés porque así nos conocimos. Pero si queremos que todos sepan que sí hablamos español. ¿Me entendieron? Sí. Sí. Sí, señor. Pues aquí tienes un salvadoreño aquí. Yo soy mexicana. También mexicana. Y un argentino. Un campeón del mundo, papá. Un campeón. Messi. Anda para allá. Anda para allá. <risa> Loco. ¿Qué mira, Bobo? ¿Qué mira? ¿Qué mira, Bobo? <risa> okay, back to the show now. <risa> Regular programming. Yeah. ¿Qué más? What else about coffee? Well, coffee is kind of how we met. Kind of leads us into why leads us into why we are where we are now and why we're having, you know, doing this podcast. Um we originally met you guys at a birthday party. Was it a birthday party? Right? I might need help with the details here. It was a friend's birthday. And we went to a uh, concert right after that. We had dinner. I think it was like Iron Cactus. I don't remember really the name of the, of the place where we had dinner. But it was delicious food, delicious drinks. And then we went to a concert literally across the street. And that's where we really hung out for the first time. Uh, from there, we went to a bar about 20 minutes from from that concert, and we just kept hanging out. We didn't want the night to end, for sure. No. We ended up at a biker bar that night. Was it that night or maybe a different one? It no, was that it night. It was that night. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't go home till who knows what time. It was like late. I think it morning? was like 3, 4 in the morning. No way. Bar's close at 2. I think that one closed later. It was like, it was like out in the country. Yeah. It was pretty far out. Like they stopped serving like drinks at two for sure. But I want to say people just lingered around. They probably wanted us out. (laughs) Probably. But yeah, no, we just kept hanging out after that. We invited them to your birthday. Mm -hmm. Your birthday was after that. And that was fun. That was definitely a night I remember vaguely because I remember... That Ivan was, you know, celebrating. (laughs) 
and I, I helped with the I love celebrations. Yeah. And we definitely helped with the celebration about three or four celebration drinks in. I don't remember. I definitely had to be driven home. Yeah, I don't remember. How but many you shots sang a took. special song. Tennessee whiskey. But that was so I sang Tennessee whiskey the night we went to the biker bar. Yeah, which is that bar? No, I'm talking about Yvonne's birthday now. Oh, we gotcha, sang yeah. Tennessee that was whiskey. A that song. That was yeah. a different. Did you want? Did you want me to include that in there? I can include no, it. No, it's in fine. There. No, no, no. I forgot that there was that was a different gathering. I think it's because we've hung out so many yeah, yeah. times. It's like I'm trying to figure out like, wait, where? Which one was the first one? But I think that's why he invited you to his. Because yeah, you're singing. That's why you got the invite. That's right. Because <laughs> of that special song you sang. Yeah. Just touched his heart and he just had to have you at his birthday. Yeah. The bromance started. Yeah. <laughs> I, it did, right? <laughs> Can did. I say, Myra? We, I was not the only one that noticed that. No, and, and I'm happy that it started because look where we are today, right? Facts. After that, After that, we... Hung out one more time at a concert for the same group at Lava Cantina. And that was really the first time that we were hanging out outside of, you know, the first time we hung out with the friend's birthday group and outside of your birthday where we were actually a little bit more coherent. <laughs> and yeah, and definitely that was the first time because we had dinner. We mm -hmm. we got a sit down dinner. We got to meet you all and talk to you all a little bit more. And obviously the, the concert we went to, we'd already seen that group before. It was fun and everything, but that's really what started everything. After that, we got invited to the 4th of July party here. We got invited to the kids' birthday parties. We got invited to the Halloween oh. party. If you're in the 4th of July party, you're and in. Halloween. You are in. And Halloween, yeah. Those are always fun. Yeah, those are, are, those are our main ones that we like hosting. And we'll host some other stuff too, but those are really fun. I have a question for you guys. What's your favorite party or celebratory event to host? Before, I would have said Halloween. That was like our like go-to, but the last two, Fourth of July, yeah, have been, been really good. They've been pretty cool. Yeah, if you go to my Instagram, you'll see that we had a little Harry Potter wizard fight. Fourth oh, of man. July, the last this past Fourth of July, that hands was down, this last Fourth of July was probably the best Fourth of July that we've had. It was so great. I mean, I had to kind of run for my life there for a minute, <laughs> but some questionable decisions for sure. I don't know what houses were fighting <laughs> and uh, throwing magic at each other, but it was it was quite a sight. Let's just say that shirts were burned yeah. <laughs> and water was splashed. Yes. Oh, we had the water balloon fight. That's when you know your friends if you're throwing water <laughs> balloons at each other. And, and that's become a tradition on our 4th of July party is the water balloon fight. No one's safe. No. Nobody holds back. Nope. Kids. No, not even if you have a baby in your nope. hand. That <laughs> you got work. a baby in there? Forget that baby. <laughs> Forget that baby. Baby's getting wet. That baby's getting doesn't matter with if you say that you're not going to get wet that day. Doesn't nope doesn't doesn't fly. No, but I think what makes it what has made it better, I think, is that like we started off with a small group, and then now like we've added like really strong yeah. friendships. like friendships, and so I think that's what makes it fun because we all enjoy each other's company so much. 
Yeah. And we all get along with everybody. It's a really good blend. Like it's like, it is so hard to find those people that you just, that get you, you know, like they get you, they, they just, they vibe, they're, they're, they're a vibe that you can relate to. And we just magically, like, it's like a puzzle piece. We all, you know, work together and the kids get along so well. The parents get along with all the kiddos and it's just a beautiful blend, I think. Well, one of the, the things that I definitely enjoy about this group was that when we bought our house recently, the first housewarming that we did was with this group of friends. Because it was, one is the proximity. We definitely enjoy being close to y'all. We definitely, moving over here to the west side of the DFW area really separated us from our, from our friends over there on, on the Dallas side. And it was such a blessing to find a group of friends that we felt comfortable with, that we felt like, man, we can really trust them and we can, we can form something that's equal, if not greater than what we've already created before. And so that was one sticking point for us. Like we had to do a housewarming with our Fort Worth friends, no matter what. And then after that, we had two more with, you know, our families and our other friends. But I just know that whenever we decided to have a housewarming, it was our Fort Worth friends first. And I like you see those influencers and stuff that they their friends live like right next door, even though you guys live like 10, 15 minutes away. Like it kind of feels like that because like we see each other often. Obviously, we have the podcast together, but with or without the podcast, like we're still hanging out. So it's just been really cool to see like our friendship grow like since then. I mean, it's just like, I like how everything's just been natural. Like we all understand each other a little bit. And I think we're all willing to like drive like to meet in the middle or we're kind of like spare the moment people. So like if you call us, you're like, what are you doing? You want to meet here? Yeah. Pack the kids up and let's go. With the kids, pack those kids up and let's go. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things like with us is like we're down for whatever. Like you can call us like late and the kids are up or whatever. And we're like, yeah, let's go. Like, we'll go. And you guys have done that, too. It's like, hey, we I call you right after work. And it's like, hey, call the Carvajales up. You know, let's see if they're down to go meet us up somewhere. And you guys are open to that. So we like that. Like we like those type of friendships where it's like. You know, it doesn't matter like what time like you guys are down to hang out. Yeah. And like another thing I remember from like meeting you guys for the first time was that I just knew there was going to be friendship because you as a couple are so open and you're so willing to like share like real life experiences. You don't like sugarcoat it. You don't you know, hide the details. Like you, you really are willing to just be open and share. And like, I know like we came in and we were just like, just like anyone, like you just have some questions like, well, how was your experience with this? Like, we're going through this. Have you, did you deal with the same thing? And you guys were just so open and raw about it and kept it real for us. And it was like, you know what? We're not the only ones, you know, going through this or experiencing this good, bad and different. Right. It's like it's not just us. And this is more common than we think. And it's just cool to be able to, like, talk literally. We, I know we could come and talk about literally anything with you guys. And 
it's just always a great conversation. And that's why we end up, what, hours upon hours chatting Heck it up. Yeah. Talking. And now you're kind of stuck with us, too, because our kids yeah. like love y'all. Yeah. Like They're always asking for y'all. They're always asking to go to your house to see Dalek. <laughs> like, Vicky and Franco are like... <laughs> they warm my heart every time we see them. Just hearing the little voice, Vicky, Franco, like just running down. It's so freaking cute. I think they say your name more than mine. Just saying. I'm not offended. Are we keeping tabs here? <laughs> like, is this a competition? It can be, but... <laughs> Well, and that that's kind of how, how our our friendship and our relationship started through competition in a way, right? But we're married now, so yes. the competition is over. It's all neutral now. <laughs> you won. <laughs> what's mine is yours and what's yours is yours. <laughs> You're mine. You belong to me. <laughs> oh, man, it's like that Instagram. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, that was funny. We are definitely enjoying being part of y'all's life and we definitely enjoy having y'all in our life. We, to know, to the point that you mentioned earlier about being sporadic and being spontaneous, we love that about y'all because we can see how it's possible. Something that we've talked about before was just because you have kids doesn't mean your life has to change. And that's something we've, Vicky and I have talked about often is, you know, what's our life going to look like after kids? And seeing you guys live life after kids, with kids, it's such a relief and such an inspiration because now we know, hey, it's possible. We can still do it. Oh, yeah. And we get to see it in action. Like, we see it actually happening. We've seen different parenting styles. You guys have such a great parenting style. Um, all of our friends are really great parents across the board, in all honesty, and everyone has their own ways. So it's just like the one thing that stands out all the time with you guys is just the kids are always involved and you guys take them out and about with you and it always works out. And like, that's, we've been able to develop a relationship with the kids too, because of that. Otherwise, you know, it'd be like just us couples, you know, hanging out and you know, the kids don't really get to know, but it's, I, I think it's very just heartwarming and for sure something for, I, I look forward to it now. It's like before we used to think, Oh, when we have kids, we should probably consider, you know, having a babysitter on on hand this that and the other but now it's like now we're gonna take this baby along and we're not missing out yeah we started them young like even when they were infants like we went out to eat with them and they're clubbing with us no i'm just kidding and yeah maybe it was a lot more you know you had to bring this diaper bag filled with things you know but um they got used to it and then it made it easier because they knew how to, to act in those settings, you know? Um, and they enjoyed it. They enjoyed being out. They enjoyed seeing other people, like trying other foods. And so I'm glad that we got them started early with, you know, eating at restaurants or traveling because it made it easier on us as they got older to be able to, it's not every day, but it, even if we go out during like a scheduled nap time or something that's usually scheduled, it's not all the time and they're able to adapt. I think traveling to different countries, like for our oldest one, like was a big one because like, man, to me, it was like, if we can do that with him, like we can do anything, like anything locally, like 
week and definitely overcome that. So that to me, at least for me, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but that was a point for me. I was like, man, we can do it. It's, I mean, we did it and it was, you know, obviously it was a little bit harder to pack and stuff, but it was still, we still got to do the things that we wanted to do and still enjoy it. Like that to me was like, man, we can come back home and still do all these things. And we've been able to do that. So it's doable. You just got to have that approach and be ready for it. And we absolutely admire y'all for that. That's something that I think not a lot of people put effort or time into. And I think it just takes away from the kids, takes away from the adults. You don't get to enjoy your life as much anymore. And we see that you guys still enjoy life to the fullest, even with the kids, even with the with the bags. Like, I wish y'all could see Myra's bag. It is so big. If it's like four iPads. It's a Mary Poppins bag. Yeah, I swear you could like pull a, a hammer out of that thing, <laughs> something. But again, that's just inspiring to me because now I know that, hey, if I need to carry a backpack, I'll carry a backpack with all their things. If I need to carry Vicky's bag, I'll carry whatever bag I need to because... I'm not going to stop living my life because we have kids. In fact, I want to live it even better and greater so that they get those experiences that we didn't have as kids, you know. And they're not a burden. It's they're part of your journey. So like you said, you don't stop living life. You just you take them along, you know, for the ride. And I think it's scary. I think it's scary just to think, what are people going to say? What if my baby or my toddler you know, starts being too loud or, you know, you think all these things and then that's what keeps you from going out. Um, but you always have, like, you can always leave a restaurant, you can pack it up to go, you can try it out and, you know, keep doing it until it gets easier for you and just have like low to no expectations. There's always like a plan B. You can always leave or do something else. And sometimes you got to realize that they're just kids too, that they're going to be a little bit noisy. They're going to cry. They're going to be hungry or tired. Um, and that's okay. It's time to start normalizing that. I know we're very normal with you guys. Like, you know, the kids will have their moments and just go along with it. Like, you know, like nothing. And I think if you normalize it, if you're in a group setting, and I highly encourage friends who are friends with people with kids. And if you don't have kids, like, you know, be open to that. Like, you know, be positive about it. Still invite those friends. I see it sometimes where like some people don't invite those friends anymore and they just do it assuming that, oh, well, they're just too busy. They've got the kids. And it's like, you know, it's further, that, that couldn't be further from the truth. They want to be invited. They want to be included and they deserve to be included. And if, you know, if you really care about your friends, put in that effort and, be a part of that journey, you know, help them out. Same with family, you know, any, anytime kids are involved, like just try to be a helping hand. If you don't have the kids, because you're going to be in that position one day where you're going to have the kids and you're going to wish, you know, that others would invite you and would, you know, lend a helping hand, be, be your tribe is what I hear it's called. You have a tribe. And then I also want to say, if the world ever ends, I'm sticking with Myra. She's got all the snacks. (laughs) I'll survive. (laughs) She even has snacks for me. Everyone, everyone gets a snack. No, but that's what I like about our friends group is that we always pick up the pieces. Like if a kid needs to be like held or, you know, 
a kid's crying or, you know, whatever. We always step in. Somebody is always there to step in. If you have to parent, you're parenting your kid, like you're not judged for it. You know, whatever you decide, however you decide to parent your kid, everybody just makes us feel comfortable that we're doing an okay job because most of the time we're just trying, like trying to be good parents. How do you guys manage speaking to them in English and teaching them Spanish? Or have you guys even thought about teaching them Spanish? Yeah. So Christian, for like the first three years of his life, we only spoke Spanish to him. But then we started to do like bilingual and then we just ended up doing English. And then with Mila, we're trying, but right now she keeps telling me no Spanish. Yeah. No Spanish. No Spanish. She doesn't want to do Spanish. And so I keep, but I keep pushing her to do it. I wonder what it would be for Mila if we spend a day speaking Spanish, if she'll want to be like part of the cool conversation and, you know, throw in a couple of words or try to. That's what I tell her. I tell her all like all their favorite people speak Spanish. Like I'll tell her. I wonder what she would do though if y'all did talk to her in Spanish. I'll have to try it. Because when somebody else tells you, they always listen to everybody but the parents. I bet if y'all told her, she'd probably be okay with it. Yeah, we've definitely seen that in action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's hilarious. I think I think it's interesting to see the that dynamic, right? Because when we had dinner the other day, not dinner, we had lunch after the kids' soccer game. That was such an eye-opening experience for us to see the kids being tired and acting up and just the kids just the kids <laughs> we were <Yeah>. dying <laughs> myra and i almost didn't make it <laughs> it was so hot yeah, it was it's true friendship though like we made it to the end yeah, we survived was, together it was like a hundred and some like 107 degrees yeah, or something like that 108 in celsius it's like 42 43 44 it's ridiculous like you could put an egg out there and it fries so it's way too hot yeah but it was it was definitely interesting seeing the kids i guess as we get to spend more time with y'all and the kids we get to see more of their personality come out more of the real self because you know you know as a kid you're always going to act your best self around everybody else i'm not the trouble they're the trouble (laughs) but as we spend more time with them and see what sugar definitely does to them what being tired does to them it's it's so i like eye-opening and revealing because now we know okay this is kind of what where we're, we're headed. Whether, this is the reality. <laughs> yeah, this is the reality. And we're so happy to help. I think that's one thing that we are definitely uh, enjoying about being with y'all is, man, we get to experience and help y'all out. And y'all definitely don't don't shun us for it. You guys are like, oh, please, please. You, you want it for <laughs> yeah. how many days? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're crazy. Especially on sugar. Or if it's late. And they have that. They just start acting up. They came in waves. They were like tired and then they had some sugar and now they were happy and jumping around. And and... then they crashed. But we definitely appreciate y'all. I don't know how much. Y'all may think it's like a little thing like, oh, I'll hold them for a little bit or this and that. But to us, like that means the world to us. Any little help means the world to us. Anytime, Myra. <laughs> Even with my umbrella. I got you. Under my umbrella. That, hey, those umbrellas came in so clutch. Like, had, had y'all not been there, we would have tapped out. Like, okay, we should do a little story time game. so people yeah. understand yeah. what happened. Freaking Texas has been so hot. 
if you have friends in Texas, check in on them. Like it's not, <laughs> they're not well, they're, they're not melted. okay. <laughs> and the, the kids had a soccer game and we were all there in good spirits. Literally everyone was so happy and excited. It was going to be a, a the fir- what, first game. First game was okay. <laughs> first game was fine. It was early morning. And then, you know, we, we had this thought that, okay, yes, it's going to get hot. We didn't realize how hot it would get. And even then we thought, oh, if it does get hot, it'll be like later in the afternoon when we're not even here. No, false. It got hot right before midday. (laughs) And it just like, we were all falling apart really quickly. And we had misters that helped a little bit. We had umbrellas. We had each other, I think is what really helped at the end. The motivation, the keep pushing through. How did it go from like, what, like mid eighties to a hundred and something really quick it was piercing hot that sun was beaming myra and i we tapped out we were like we're gonna try to like we're, we're thinking ahead we were like we've got to go get these cars which seemed like they were on the other freaking side of the world you guys we had to park well i remember first of all first of all let me <laughs> let me go back so when franco and i got there we got there after you guys because i needed some coffee you know how to stop swing by swing by for some coffee that was not a good idea because it was kind of hot. Like I struggled to drink my coffee <laughs> when we pull up, we're parking and I didn't even take a gander at the fields. I was like, Oh great. We found a spot. Okay, great. And we're getting down and it's like, bam, hundreds of kids scattered all over hundreds of parents. I we're was right like, here. We're right here. <laughs> I was like, babe, how are we going to find them? Like there's too many kids. There's too many parents. Like mayday, mayday, like help us out guys. Help us find you. Well, and then it was, it was funny because I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to look for what Christian looks like, you know, haircut, height, and you look around and they all look the same. (laughs) (laughs) And, and and I, you know, I'm like, I texted Ivan, Hey man, I'm here. I didn't pay attention to my phone. I'm just like, ah, screw it. We're just going to walk around. (laughs) We're just going to walk around. And then I, and then I get Pink's like, no, turn right. No, go back. No, we're right here. <laughs> Until we finally saw you guys wave at us. And that was like, oh, there they are. All right. And like, here's the thing, though. Like, this is a huge field and they have divvied it out into multiple soccer fields. So you have like multiple like teams playing all at the same time. And so, yeah, sure. We parked close to the first spot that we were at. Little did we know the next game for Mila was like on the other side of the world. <laughs> so then at some point, Myra and I tapped down. We were like, we're look, guys, we're trying to save our future here. We're going to go get these cars, which seemed like no big deal. Right. We got this. We were we ran out of water. <laughs> we were completely depleted of water. All of us, I think. And well, is it me, Myra? The freaking cars seemed like they were so far away. Right. Yes. Yes, like we were never going to get there. <laughs> Mara's like, I'm not going to be able to make it. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I mean, there was a moment where I was I was truly worried. I was like, <laughs> I know I was holding Christian's hand. And I just remember like it was just like sweaty. Like our hands were so sweaty. It was so hot. We were melting. And there was a point where we realized we took Mila's water with us by accident. And we were like, should we return? And no, we've got, we've made it this far. We've got to finish. We got to, we'll, we'll get there faster if we drive it down. <laughs> <laughs> now we were rushed. And then I remember seeing y'all walk back, like walk towards us. And I saw, I saw Vicky and, and Myra and they were just like slowly walking. I'm like, oh yeah, they're done. <laughs> so I had to run over there, grab Milo's water and run back so that, look, I 
the adults can handle it. I don't know if the little kids can because they're yeah. not going to be vocal about, hey, I'm thirsty or hey, I'm dehydrated. I don't think they recognize those things that we recognize. Right. So it was one of those. I don't care if it if I get a little bit you know, exhausted from this. I'd rather the kids be good than me be good. Well, even the parents tapped out too, like mid game. They're like, "Hey, coach!" Uh, All parents, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The yeah kids didn't I think there play. was just like two kids left. Whenever it was said and done, but man, yeah, it was hot. But we're gonna be prepared for the next one. Are we? we just hope it's not that hot. <laughs> Are we? Are we? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna bring our Cowboys bags, our Cowboys cooler. Oh my gosh. We're gonna bring our. I got branded stuff. It's gonna be great. I'm so extra. Like I want a whole setup. Like neck VIP. fans, spray bottles, gazebo, everything, oh canopies. We, we can do it all. But yeah, that's a little bit about what this podcast is going to be about. A little bit of cheese here, a little bit of cheese there. Cups of coffees. Stay tuned for the next episode. You guys want to say anything else before we close out? Got nothing. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs>